The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to get out of that rut and break through to a higher level of success. This is Infinite Success Radio with Rachel O'Brien Eddy. In this engaging hour, you'll hear from people just like you who wanted to achieve success and did. What was their secret? You'll need to listen to find out. Now, here's your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome to Infinite Success Radio. This is Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and I just want to say I am so excited that you guys are listening to the show today. We've got people joining us all over the world, and it's really, really exciting that we have this amazing platform with technology these days where we can share um, great successes with people all over the world. In fact, today, my guest, Margaret Bouge, will be joining us from London. Isn't that awesome? And for those of you who tuned in last week, you know that I am actually in the Middle East in a small island country called Bahrain. And um, it's really exciting being over here. It's an amazing uh, journey living internationally. And for those of you that are all over the world, I'm just so excited to have you with us today on the show. So today's show, we're going to be talking about positioning yourself for success. And I've always said that, that really your success in life and business really does hinder on how well you position yourself in your market. So whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you have a corporate job or, you know, regardless of what that background looks like in your professional life, your success is going to really hinder on how well you position yourself. So we're going to be talking a lot about that today and giving you some tips and strategies, how you can position yourself for an even higher level of success in life and business. Now, for those of you who listen till the very end of the show, I've got a really special gift for you. So make sure that you stay on with us and also make sure you take some notes because Margaret has some incredible tips for you guys today and you'll probably want to jot some of these things down and even share them with your friends. You know, if anybody's missed the show, then write these down, tell them about it and they can tune in next week for some more awesome tips and strategies. So what exactly do I mean when I say position yourself for success? What does that really look like? You know, several years back, I actually had very little confidence and really, really low self-esteem. And for any of you who know my story, um, that's something I really had to work with over the years to overcome that. And so I remember being a brand new entrepreneur and just walking into appointments, feeling so scared and nervous and, and really just being very timid. And what I found is that when you learn to overcome some of those obstacles, some of those, uh, those fears that you have, you position yourself for success in a better way. And what I mean by that is when we approach a situation, being fearful, being scared, being very timid, then the, the person on the receiving end of that, maybe it's your client, your customer, maybe it's if you're in a job interview, then it's the person that's interviewing you. They see that 
and they can feel and sense your fear and your anxiety around being in that situation. So what's really cool is as you learn how to position yourself for a higher level of success, you'll be able to do things like walking into a room and dominating your space. You'll be able to do things like landing a million dollar deal or, you know, getting JV partners that want to promote your product or your services. And it'll be a lot easier when you know how to position yourself for success. So let's go ahead and bring on my very special guest all the way from London today, Margaret Bouge, who is an interview coach. She is an expert in really helping people learn how to position themselves for success. She's going to share some incredible information with us today. So, hey, Margaret, welcome to the show. Hi, Rachel. Thank you for having me here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Tell us a little bit about your background and what it is that you're doing and and just a little bit about you. Absolutely. So um, as you mentioned, I'm an interview coach um, and I work with people who are great at what they do, but not that great at selling themselves. Um, I also had 10 years of recruitment experience and I've recruited globally um, for a number of U.S. corporations, primarily in technology and e-commerce space. So I've recruited for Microsoft, for Expedia, and and companies like that. And as an interview coach, I've worked with hundreds of people in the last seven and eight seven years to really help them uncover their value, what they what value they bring to an employer, and then to help them get the jobs and promotions they really wanted. That is fantastic. I love what you were mentioning there about uncovering their value. Can you give us an idea of of maybe a client that you've worked with where maybe they didn't see how much value they're really bringing to the table and how it is that you help them kind of figure that out? Absolutely. That's every single client I work with, Rachel. Um, Most people, I have to say, they just really have no idea how much experience and what skills they have that would really bring value to an employer. And I think it's quite difficult sometimes to figure that out yourself because when you do your job and you do it well, you don't often realize what experience and what examples of what you've done would be relevant um, to an employer. So there are so many examples. You know, I've worked with... um, just, just to mention a couple, I've worked with someone who had 20 unsuccessful interviews um, and she was an accountant. So when I started working with her, she just her, her answers were really brief. She just had absolutely no idea what value she was bringing to an employer. She sounded just like hundreds of other candidates and I wasn't surprised that she couldn't get a job um, before. So um, we only did an hour and a half session, but we really um, figure out you know, what, what experience does she have and really quantify the results that she um, achieved in her previous position, she actually got the job at her next interview. So we had a session on Saturday. She had a, um, an interview on Monday and she got the job then. Wow. And there's so many examples amazing. like that. You know, I've had, so, so that was 20 unsuccessful interviews, but I've worked with a lot of people. Some of them have been out of work for, you know, 10 months. Um, I've worked with someone recently who has been out of work for 10 months. Um, He hasn't got a job yet, but he immediately started getting more interviews um, after our session. Uh, We only met last week, so hopefully he's going to get a job very soon. But they're just, you know, Rachel, most people have no idea what value they they bring to an employer. Um, I also recruit for Expedia, and it's a really competitive market right now. I mean, just to give you an example, for some positions, maybe the more junior ones, you can receive even 200, 300 applications. So how do you make yourself stand out? You know, it is an achievement in itself to get an interview, but then how do you not blow, blow it when you, when you actually get an interview? How do you not blow your chances? Absolutely. So it's just really important to prepare, to prepare in advance and know what interviewers are looking for and 
be really clear about what you bring to a company. Yeah, what, what, what do you bring, but what specifically do you bring? I love that. And I think really, Margaret, that applies to a lot of areas in business where even for an entrepreneur, it, it really is the same concept that people you're working with want to know the value that you're bringing to the table. They want to know how they themselves, their company, their clients are going to benefit from from working with you, from your product, from your service. Um, so I think that value piece is really important in, in all industries. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think, you know, personal branding is very important, whether you're an entrepreneur or solopreneur or whether you're an employee. Like, you need to be very clear about what's the unique benefit or value that you offer to a potential employer or to your client. You know, what sets you apart from your, competi- from your competitors, whether it's other candidates or other businesses providing the same service. So I think it's very important that when you create your personal branding statement, perhaps, that you really understand what your specialty is. So who are you? Um, what, is it, what is your service? What do you do? And how do you do it better or differently? And that doesn't matter whether you have your own business or whether you're a job seeker. Then who's your audience? Like, who do, whom do you actually do it for? And also, like, what's the single most important skill that you possess? So once you're awesome. quite clear on that, what, who you are and, you know, how do you do it better or differently and whom you do it for, and that will definitely help you to influence potential employers' perspe- perceptions of you. And so is this kind of a process that you've developed over the years um, that you're working through now with your own personal clients or uh, kind of give me a little background on how you were able to really discover that this is what specifically people need to be bringing out when they're either in an interview or really in any situation to really sell themselves the best that they can. Yeah, I'm not sure if I came up with that myself, but I think over the years of working with hundreds of people, you know, it, it, all of them have to be very clear about what specifically they are bringing. So, so, so yeah, that's obviously, um, that, that was, um, I suppose I, I've worked on that over the years, but I think in terms of personal branding, um, it's very important that you are very, firstly, that you really define your overall aspirations. So be specific and clearly define your goals and objectives. Um, so, you know, is it, is it like, do you, want to, do you want to become known as the best project manager in a certain industry? You know, do you want to become a VP of marketing? Do you want to be a creative director at a large advertising agency? So I think it's very important that firstly, you are really clear about what your overall aspirations are. Then um, in terms of preparing that, that personal branding statement, I think it's very important to do some research. So how are those who have made it to where you want to be by conducting their personal branding efforts? What can you learn from them? You know, who are your biggest competitors and what are they doing to brand themselves? So I guess that's more relevant if you're a business in terms of competitors. But at the same time, you know, you want to be very clear. Um, what are other others doing to, to brand themselves? Then in terms of um, determining your brand attributes, like what do you want, to, what do you want your personal brand to convey? What do you actually want people to think about you? What do you want people to associate with you as a product and why? So if you're an employee, what do you want to be known for? And if you're a business, in what niche of the market do you want to become known as well? And then, you know, how do people currently perceive you and how that is the gap between the current you and the person that you want others to perceive to be you and what needs to change and why? And then you obviously need to have a game plan. So that's obviously more than just branding yourself in social media. It really needs to include all aspects of you. So, um, you know, whether it's, whether it's LinkedIn or Twitter or blogs, like your personal branding has to be very consistent. 
So if you want to be a serious professional, you obviously don't want to post any, you know, holiday snaps or unprofessional statuses on on LinkedIn. Right. So, Absolutely. I I just think this is, this is so great. The, The tips that you're sharing today, I mean, this is really not being talked about in the marketplace very much these days, especially in the sense of, of, with interviews. I mean, I know I've talked to a lot of different people that, that like you've said, they go into a job interview or maybe it's been five or 10 or like your client that had 20 and, um, yeah. and are just kind of lost and not sure why they're not getting the job. And I think some of the, the information you've already just shared with us could really be a game changer for listeners right now that they can take action on what you've already shared so far. So that's awesome. One of the things I noticed that you were talking about with defining the goals and, and kind of that, that the objectives and that big overview of what's the big goal that you're working toward. Um, I like to call that kind of like your big vision so Uh that you can map that out real big and then, and take it down into bite-sized pieces. Is that kind of what you do with your clients? Kind of get them to figure out what's that big career vision? It depends. If it's just a single interview coaching session, we wouldn't have time to do that. Um, If it's someone I'm working with for a longer time, absolutely. Uh, A vision is very important. But I also think you have to be flexible. Um, I think those times of knowing exactly where you're going to be in five years, that's, that's, I think, you know, the current changing market, you're just not always going to know. Um, So I do it with clients who I work with for a longer time. If it's just a a single interview coaching session, we just really focus on the upcoming, upcoming interview and we practice their interview answers to make sure they're really clear about what they bring in and that they also have relevant examples of what they've done. And, you know, I think another important thing is that um, employers look for employees because they have a need. And I think, you know, don't mistake that that the interview is about you. It's really about the need of the employer. So as a job seeker, it's very important that you sell yourself as the right person to satisfy that specific need. So, you know, you might have great experience, but what's in it for them? What's in it for the employer? So I think it's also important that, to remember that managers hire people mainly to make their own job easier. So before your interview, obviously, you will have to do your preparation, but you really need to think about how are you going to make the hiring manager's jobs easier? And how are you going to make them look in their boss's eyes? You know, so you really need to be able to make their, your skills, experience and education relevant to them and their needs, goals and situations. Because a lot of the time people talk about their achievements, you know, even when I receive applications um, for, for jobs from people, they mention some achievements, but they have zero, zero relevance to what I'm recruiting for. So it's very important that it's relevant and that you, during an interview, that you really uncover and reveal what their needs are in terms, in, in order to come up with answers that will get you hired. All right, we're going to stop right there and take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking with Margaret some more about how we can position ourselves for success and also what the biggest mistakes people are making throughout the interview process. So we will be back in just a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even coworker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. 
Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things, and together you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite twice every week, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety and on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Where can you find wisdom in the little conversations of every moment in a show? One that brings you golden nuggets that you can apply towards your burning desires, life, and success. Tune in to Little Conversations Today with host Dan Deegan. Our program will provide amazing breakthroughs in your life and help bring you closer to your dreams. Set your internal conversation GPS and tune in to Little Conversations Today, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're changing lives through the power of Little Conversations. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. This is Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and today I've got a very special guest, Margaret Bouge, joining me all the way from London. Thanks so much for being on the show, Margaret. It's a pleasure. So we were just talking a little bit about positioning ourselves for success in the uh, in the, kind of in the job place as far as um, interviews go, and also how that would apply to businesses and entrepreneurship. And I have just been dying to know this, and you're definitely the expert in this field. What do you think some of the biggest mistakes that you've seen as far as interview clients, um, either in their experiences or when you've been interviewing people, the biggest mistakes that people are making in their interviews? Okay. Um, God, there are so many. Um, where do I start? I mean, firstly, um, <laughs> there, there are actually quite a few. Um, I, I will mention them in no particular order. Um, in terms of mistakes, I mean, obviously, apart from the obvious mistakes, like you don't want to lie on your resume, it's quite easy to to figure that one out later. I mean, I've seen a lot of examples where someone maybe didn't quite lie, but they elaborated a little bit um, about what they've done. But when you start digging deeper into what they've done in a previous position, it quite often um, becomes apparent that they haven't got as much experience as they mentioned um, they do have. Um, obviously, talking negatively about your previous employer is a big no-no. Um, again, I, you know, I've seen someone who said they hated, the, hated their boss. I mean, why would you say that um, right. during, during right. an interview? Right. Obviously, you wouldn't do that. Um, I think some of this inappropriate clothing, and I have to say, I don't see that much of that because most people I deal with, they are professionals, they are quite experienced. Um, but I do remember one situation where I was interviewing a really senior um, uh, lady uh, for a quite a senior position in, in, in channel management. And I was very excited about this candidate because all the other candidates we had during the process were men. 
Um, and then she came in for an interview. I met. Uh, I went to meet her um, in the reception, and she just was so inappropriately dressed. Her top was way too tight. Um, she had a huge amount of makeup on. Um, there was still a, a um, her perfume. You could still smell it um, two days after the interview in the meeting room. Wow. So, um, so you know, obviously she didn't get the job because you just wouldn't put her in front of a client. Um, I think another one, not the, the, you know, one of the biggest reasons that people don't get a job is that they don't provide um, relevant examples of what they've done in a previous position or in a current position that will be relevant uh, to an employer. So a lot of the time when I speak to hiring managers and I, and I ask for feedback um, on a candidate, they mention that it was just very difficult to get any specifics out of the candidate. So it's very important that before the interview, you, you just develop some stories about, you know, maybe times that you've made money or saved money for your current or previous company, or maybe when you focus on a crisis in your life or job and how you responded, or time when you functioned as part of a team and what your contribution was. So it's just very important that you and give enough detail as well, which I can talk a little bit later about how to structure um, the, those examples. I'm trying to think what else. Um, I think not so much in an interview, but a lot of employers these days, they check, they check the candidate's um, social media presence. And I've Absolutely. heard of some, yep. yeah, a lot of employers do that. And I've heard, um, that was actually more in the US. I don't think we do it here in the UK, but um, I've spoken recently to a candidate in New York and she mentioned that when she applied for her previous position, an employer asked her for her logins to her Facebook and, and Twitter. Which what? I just found amazing. I don't think, yeah, I was, I would have wow. never. I think it's a complete breach of privacy. So I would have never done that. But you know, employers look at that. I, um, I've actually remember a situation where um, a, a candidate told me that they've interviewed a candidate for a, a senior PR manager position, and they've checked their Facebook profile. And um, just from the Facebook profile, it just seemed that the candidate is a very heavy drinker, <laughs> likes uh -oh. partying a lot. And, you know, they uh -oh. didn't hire him for that reason. <laughs> they didn't hire him for that reason. He did fantastically well in interviews, but he just didn't like the fact that the candidate, you know, made a mistake of maybe just putting too much information out there that, that should have been private. Wow. On one hand, it's up to them what they do in their, in their um, spare time. On the other hand, that was information that was very easily available. Absolutely. So, so what, do you have kind of a guideline or anything that you give to your clients or that you would share with us today that, that would kind of help someone position themselves better, uh, even on social media, so that if they do have a prospective employer, a prospective business partner, um, somebody they're wanting to do a deal with, so that they're really positioning themselves in the best light possible while being, you know, honest and authentic and truthful, uh, is there anything in particular that you would suggest? Yeah, so I mean, firstly, in terms of um, social media presence, I think it's very important that you have your LinkedIn profile. You know, I find probably 90% of, I feel 80 or 90% of my positions using LinkedIn. So again, it's very important that you have a professional profile and that you have the right keywords. I mean, that's, you know, you wouldn't have the time to now to go through what you need to have on LinkedIn. But I think LinkedIn profile is very important with a professional picture. I looked recently, I'm um, actually someone, a colleague showed me a picture of a candidate. Um, and the picture on LinkedIn was a topless picture from a beach. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, and there was a, quite a senior candidate applying for a manager's position. So I think uh -oh. it's just very important. <laughs> I know. It's just unbelievable. Uh, that's probably People not going to work out real well in their favor. No, I'm just no. guessing. <laughs> 
No, and I've seen another one that was just two days ago. Uh, there was a picture of a candidate with a drink, actually drinking with a colleague, and that was the LinkedIn picture. Wow. I mean, why would you put that on LinkedIn? So I think in terms of professional presence, you know, keep your settings private on Facebook. I, I don't think there's any reason for an um, employer to look at your Facebook or, or Twitter. On the other hand, anything you put out there is public. So I think just think how whatever you put on Facebook or Twitter, how, that, how would it affect your brand? Would you want your employer to have a look at that? W- you know, w- would you want your employer to look at it and would you be ashamed if your employer looked at it? And if you wow. would, then maybe don't put, don't put it out there. Absolutely. I think I just think be more so selective about what, what you're putting on social media in general. Absolutely. I think this is really important to talk about and very relevant today because social media is so big. Um, It is kind of the be-all, end-all as far as branding and connecting with people. And I think that what you're saying is really important. Really stop and think about how do you want your brand image to look? And that's you know, even as an interview, how do you want, what is the image that you want to portray? What is, is the brand, so to speak, that you're bringing to the table um, for that company? And if you're an entrepreneur, it's, it's that much more important as well because you are the brand. You are yeah. the face of your business. Absolutely. So I think that that's so relevant um, and very, very important for people to really take some time to think through that and uh, realize that this stuff is out there. And I like yeah. what you said, anything you put on there is public. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Even if your settings are private, I think you really have to be careful out there. And and also, if you're a business, if you've got your Facebook page, I think you have to be quite careful as well because people, you know, you put some pictures, people can save them and then use them against you. <laughs> I think, you know, it, it's obviously nice to share yourself, especially people want to get to know you as a person. Um, if you have a business, but I think you have to be quite selective about what you share and be quite smart about it. Absolutely. I think that's a great idea. So I'm just kind of wondering here, why did you decide to become an interview coach? I know that you, you've had a very successful career and now you've kind of branched out. You're still, you still have a successful career, but you've branched out and kind of done this, blazed your own trail, stepped out as an entrepreneur. Why did you decide to mm-hmm. kind of take that leap? Do you know what? I just, I wanted to help people because when I worked in, um, during my recruitment job, I've realized how many people, they're great at what they do, but they're just really not great at selling themselves. Um, they have absolutely no idea how to structure the examples. They have no idea how to tailor your re- their resume to specific jobs that they're applying for. And I just really wanted to help them because I, um, the, actually the way it started, a, a colleague, um, a friend of, um, a friend of a friend, he's been out of job for about eight months. And he left quite a senior position, um, quite a senior position, and he couldn't find anything for eight months. So I did one session with him. I wasn't even an interview coach then. And I just helped him to position himself in terms of what skills he's bringing to the, to the job and clarify how his um, experience matches the requirements of the job description. So we did a session, and he started getting second interviews with some large companies. We did another session, and he got a job, and he's been getting every job since then. So then I just thought, wow, you know, there must be other people who are looking, who, who would need that help. So I was very busy in my job, in my day job at that time. So I only literally had Sundays to work on that. And one Sunday, I just did some research to see what other companies are providing a similar service. Another Sunday, I wrote my copy. Another Sunday, I put together a website and I had two clients in my first week. So I just absolutely love helping people because... It's, it's, it doesn't have to, I know it's a competitive market, but it doesn't have to be that difficult to get a job. 
And you know, Absolutely. it just it's it's like it really breaks my heart that some some people just you know they could find a job if they only invested a little bit in themselves, whether it's their resume or their interviewing technique. You know, yes, it is competitive, but at the same time, when you know what you're doing, it's actually not that difficult to make yourself stand out. I, I completely, I completely agree, and I think that really comes down to it's that positioning again, how you're positioning yourself. Well, we're going to leave it right there. We're going to take a real short break, and we'll be back with Margaret here on Infinite Success Radio. So stay right there. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. We let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world and will discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order. Might Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What does creme de la creme mean? It's the greatness of living, the willingness to be the best. It's living beyond what you know is possible with no limitation. Access Consciousness presents Creme de la Creme, a program that empowers you to choose and create the life you would like to have and entices you into being who you are, not who others would have you be. It's the best of the best. It's the finer things in life. It's brilliant. It's fun. It's exciting. Join us for Creme de la Creme every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. This is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. And I've got very special guest with me today, Margaret Bouge. She is an interview coach from London. Welcome back, Margaret. Thank you. So I know that we've got people who've been listening, and, and I think they're just dying to find out how they can get in touch with you. If they've got a, a job interview coming up, maybe they're transitioning into a new position or wanting to even branch into a new career, how would mm-hmm. somebody get a hold of you to, to really work with them and help them take it to the next level? Um, well, they, they can contact me via my website. My website is um, interview-coach.co.uk. Um, so my email is margaret at interview-coach.co.uk. And I also have a lot of free resources on my website that can really help people who are looking for a job right now. Um, I have a free video course, um, You're Hired, and I have a free um, interview success course as well. So um, there's just a a number of free resources that people might be interested in. 
Okay, perfect. And they can just connect with you right on right on your website. They can get those free resources. Absolutely, and then they can get free resources. There's a contact form. There's my email address listed. So anyone, um, in fact, uh, if there is anyone who's interested, for the first five people who contact me, I will be happy to offer uh, a 30-minute free strategy session to give them some advice on their career. So first five people who contact me, I'll be very happy to offer that. Oh, great. That's awesome. Okay, so if you guys are listening right now, make sure that you jot down her website. I'll have her say it again in a second so that you can be part of those first five and get that free um, session with her. So, Margaret, one more time, what was your website? So it's www.interview-coach.co.uk. Okay, very good. Perfect. So I've got a kind of tricky question for you. I'm hoping you can answer this one. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, you know, in the work that I do, I really help people break through some of the blocks that are holding them back in their business and their life. And what I find a lot with my clients is that they've got some fear that really creeps in, like most of us do, in different areas in their business. And Mm -hmm. I'm guessing that with interviews, people are probably dealing with some fears. And Uh so I was wondering with your experience, can you share maybe um, three or four different things that that you have found over the years that people really are walking into interviews either being afraid of or fearful that might happen, something like this. Just kind of give us an idea of what fears people are facing with these interviews. Okay, so um, that's that's a very good question. So there are a number um, there are a number of fears. I mean, a lot of people who haven't interviewed for a long time, they they just really scared. They think, you know, what if I can't answer a question? What if my mind goes blank? And um, they so they so that's that's one fear. Um, they might also, um, I think, a lot of people see the interview as a very negative process. So they think, oh my God, they're gonna interrogate me. You know, they're gonna question me on stuff I might I might not know about. But it's very important to remember, and I didn't realize it before I started working in recruitment, that the interviewer absolutely wants you to do well. It's mm. interviewing. It's such a time-consuming process that. You know, nobody will be interviewing you just, just because they have nothing else to do. So when right. they're inviting you for an interview, that means that you absolutely do have the potential to do the job. So you know, I can promise you, every time a candidate walks through the door, I, the interviewer is praying that you're the right person. So I think it's very important to change that mindset around interviewing situation is that, you know, they're not there to, well, they, they have to ask questions. They need to find the right candidate for the position. But... Remember that the interviewer absolutely wants you to do well. Um, in terms of the interview nerves, a lot of people just get nervous because it's, they don't like talking about themselves. They don't like selling themselves. They just find it quite, especially in the UK, they find it quite um, uncomfortable um, to share about what they've done. But again, you know, you're, not, you're not bragging. You're simply telling the interviewer about what is it that you've done that will be relevant to their business. So um, a, a lot, some techniques that might help is visualization. And, you know, I'm sure you, you know of it and a lot of top sportsmen and top, top athletes do that. But if you're quite nervous, you know, try to visualizing successful interview. So you might want to imagine that you're watching a movie of, your, of yourself, walking into the room, shaking their hand and answering the questions with confidence. So the more you do that, the more your subconscious mind takes that as a reality. Um, and also, so that's one thing. Another one, preparation. Most people, well, they will prepare, but most people, when you ask them um, 
some examples questions like comp, you know, competency-based interviews when they ask you for examples of what you've done that will be relevant to the job. So again, I, I can maybe talk about a little bit how to prepare for these examples because there is a quite a simple structure that you can use when answering most of the examples questions. Once you have, you know, once you know the structure, it just really helps you control the nerves during your interview because you know what formula you need to follow. So okay, so, if, you, if, so you have an actual formula that you help people follow during the process, is that right? Um, yes, in terms of competency-based questions. So, you know, traditional interview questions ask you basic questions like, tell me a bit about yourself or why do you want to work here? But a lot of interviews these days, companies are using competency-based interviewing, which are also known as behavioral interview questions. So, you know, they're going to ask you very specific examples, and these questions will start with, tell me about the time when, or describe a situation where, you know, you've had to influence someone. So, when they ask you those examples, and in my experience, you know, 95% of employers use these questions now, but a lot of candidates are not prepared. They either give a very short answer, or they just keep talking on for too long. So when they ask you those questions, you, you really have to be prepared to talk about details, details, including names of people, dates, and outcomes. So they might ask you about projects you've been involved in and how your role evolved and how you handle deadlines and difficult personalities and how you went about thinking through problems and how you determined what steps to take and in what order. So the, the formula that I recommend um, that some of you might be aware of is called um, the STAR statement format. So that stands for situation, task, situation, task, action, result. And it's a very simple formula. So firstly, in terms of situation, you describe a work-related situation that you are in or the task you needed to accomplish. So you want to be specific and give details, but keep it short and concise. You just want to provide some context. Then you talk about your specific actions, and it's very important that you describe the actions you took. So even if you are part of a team, describe what you did, not the efforts of the team. And don't tell what you might do or would do, tell them what you did do. And what finally, results. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Tell, tell them what, what you did, absolutely. Um, and finally, results. Well, what, what is it that you've achieved? What happened? You know, what did you learn? Did you make money or save money, or did you get fantastic feedback? How did your boss feel, you know? How did you make people feel? So that, that will be that specific result. And the more tangible you can be, then obviously the better. But okay. when you have that formula, it's, quite, it's much easier to control your nerves as well because even when you start talking about an example, you might just think, okay, where am I now? So I've just told them what it was, so let me tell them now about what's, what, what I've done specifically. Do you suggest so also really, that, that, Sorry, don't mean to talk no, over on, you on. there. Mm-hmm. Do you suggest that people practice? Is that something that you would have a client do is kind of practice uh, maybe with somebody else, maybe a support person, a friend or a colleague, uh, just practice interviewing? Absolutely. Do you know, those questions, it's it's very difficult to answer a lot of these competency-based questions. So, you know, example of competency-based question would be, tell me of the most challenging projects that you've managed. You know, what, what was it, what did you do, what was the result? Or maybe give me an example of how you've managed to persuade someone to your point of view. You know, unless you spend some time preparing in advance, I think most people, including myself, would really struggle to answer these questions really well. So I think it's very important to practice in advance or at least have a think about what examples you're going to use and how you're going to structure them. 
So I wouldn't actually recommend writing down the whole answer, but I think it's absolutely important that you have whatever the competencies are mentioned um, on the job description, that it's very important that you have an example for every competence listed on the job description, whether it's problem solving, whether it's people management, whether, whether it's analytical skills. You absolutely need some examples. And yeah, I would absolutely practice that, whether it's with you know, a colleague, a partner, or, 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 or a professional. Okay, that's. I think that's a really good tip that that I know a lot of people probably aren't using. They're probably not practicing, um, and I think that's a great idea. And really tying back, like you said, tying back to keeping it relevant. So the yeah. stories that you're sharing, the specific examples you're giving, making sure that that is relevant to the job description, to what that employer is looking for. I mean, that that's really yeah. one, probably one of the most important things, wouldn't you think? I absolutely it actually is the most important thing because you know if you have some good examples that if you really demonstrate during an interview that you that you've done you know similar projects before or that you use the skills that they're looking for in the past it doesn't matter if you can't answer one question you know maybe maybe there will be a question you can't answer but if if the rest of your interview went well so what so it's really important that you have some examples that are specific, measurable, and relevant. And you know, remember, you are telling a story. So that's why you need to paint the picture and be specific and use people's names and you know, give background information and really specify what your role and your involvement was. And you absolutely want to make sure that that situation is as relevant to the hiring manager's work as possible. So very, very, good. very important. Yeah, I think that's so important, especially with as, as tight as the market is in a lot of places, maybe not everywhere, but in a lot of places throughout the world, the job market is still really tight. I know in the U.S., I talk it to is. people all the time that are yeah. really searching and looking. And I think with some of the strategies that you're sharing, that will really position them, them better um, and give them a better shot at getting a yes, you're hired, you know, um, in, in their particular field. So I think that's great. And you said that was the STAR formula. Is that correct? Yes, it's a STAR format. It's actually, um, it, it, I also talk about it in quite a lot of detail on the, that free um, e-course I have on my website. So if people are interested, there are examples of how to use that in my e-course, which is called How to Win at Job Interviews. So that's free of charge at, at three-day e-course. Oh, very good. And that can be found on your website as well? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's an interview-coach.co.uk. Okay, very good. All right, so kind of give me an example maybe of one of the greatest success stories that you've had so far, either with yourself or a client, whichever you want to share, where you've really been able to demonstrate this positioning in either an interview or even as an entrepreneur, kind of maybe your favorite example or favorite story. Oh, God, there were so many. I'm just trying to find, um, trying to find the best one. <laughs> well, that's a good problem to have when there's so many. You know what? Um, one, just trying to think of something recent. You know, one of the most, um, I think that was quite challenging because I, I have worked with someone who was um, in their 50s and, you know, it could be a little bit more difficult. Um, and the person has worked at a very senior level. They were a managing director in a different industry. I can't remember now what the industry was. It was publishing, I, I, I think. And um, the person wanted to work in education. So as you can imagine, it's quite hard to switch sectors for anyone, really, at any level. Um, employers are looking for a very close um, match to the requirements to, to, to suddenly move from a completely different sector, from publishing to education. 
that actually could be um, quite hard. So this one particular person, we worked together over a course of um, several weeks. Um, we worked on how to um, how to firstly approach um, the market, how to approach at hunters, how to do direct approaches, how to use his network, and then how to really tailor his resume so that it demonstrates why why the so that it shows why the employer should meet with him. Um, and then he worked on his interviewing technique. And you know, it's taken several weeks, but he got the job he really wanted in education sector. Wow. And that was, you know, that was fantastic because it's so hard. You know, it's just so 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 hard to move um, to move sectors. Um, another example I remember there was um, uh, uh, there was this guy who he actually was quite depressed because he couldn't find a job for um, for quite a few months. So he had, he's just gone through a really hard time in his personal life, which obviously I won't share the details here. But he actually broke down in tears during our session. Um, I, so I believe we, that it's it's been tough out there for a lot of people. Yeah. So can you just imagine? You know, you have um, yeah. So you know, he he got divorced, and his wife wanted to ban access to his kids. So he was fighting in the court for access to his kids, and you know, he's mm-hmm. lost his job. So really, really hard situation. And because again, so with him, um, we only met a couple of times, and we worked on his confidence. We worked on again positioning himself for for um, making sure his resume is relevant to the jobs he's applying for, and then working on his interview technique. And again, he. He actually found a job really quite quickly, um, and that was at you know similar to general manager. It was a, a senior level position. So again, you know, he was just so grateful, and I was just so happy for him because after everything he's gone through, he just obviously lo- lost a lot of confidence. So absolutely. So that was really satisfying. That's awesome, Margaret. I'm so glad that you shared that story because I think a lot of people can really relate to to kind of having. You know, bad situations happen to all of us in life, yeah, and we—it's yeah. really taking that and turning it around. And you were able to help him position himself in a way that obviously he was able to land the job. And I mean, that's that's awesome. So we've got to run to a real quick break. Um, so we'll hold it right there, and we'll bring Margaret back here in just a couple of minutes. This is Rachel O'Brien Eddy with Infinite Success Radio. <laughs> us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Have you figured out what's not working in your business and why? Could you use a little help? Join your host Tamaran for Let's Figure It Out Intimately. Tamaran was struggling with the same issue, so she hired other business coaches and experts to help her see what she couldn't. Her journey is to keep learning, and she is here to share this with you so that we can all keep working together. Let's figure it out intimately. Airs live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Like so many others, do you put on a game face to the world? The stress of home life, work life, and personal life converge on us on practically a daily basis. Yet, so rarely do we let others see our real selves. And we carry on like we don't have a single problem. We need to connect and to find out we're not alone. Tune into Stories from the Heart of Leadership with host Shamin Sadiq to find out not only what's been created, but the story behind it. Listen live every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? 
No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy. And I want to just take a minute to thank you guys for listening today and being on the show. Um, I'm so excited to have guest Margaret Bouge, interview coach from London, here with me today. Thank you so much, Margaret, for sharing your time with me and your great, great wisdom with everyone that's listening in all across the world. I think that what you've shared has just been hugely valuable. So thank you so, so much for being here. It's been a pleasure. I've got just a couple more questions for you that I want to squeak in real quick. Uh-huh. The, the first one is, can you give us your top three, your top three tips for somebody who, who needs to take action right now in their life, in their business, and, and really land this interview? Top uh-huh. three tips, what they can do today to turn things around, to get the, the job that they're looking for. How can they position themselves? Okay. So, um... Okay, so top three, no particular order. Um, I think one thing people quite often forget that it's emotion, emotional connection is very, very important because you might have all the skills, but if they don't like you, forget about getting the job. So I would say focus on commonalities. A, a conscious goal that you should have in every interview is finding common human connections. So if you set out with the intention to discover how you and the person interviewing you are connected and what you share you will discover commonalities much faster and the interviewing process will be much less intimidating. So you might just want to Google every person that you are going to meet or might meet in the interview and learn what might be common areas of interest in advance. Okay, um, great. Another one um, would be be very clear before your interview about you know, what your specialty is, like who you are, what you do and how do you, better, how do, you do it better than others and make sure that you quantify your examples. So um, if you have, you know, 10 years of experience in a particular technology, then mention that. If you're an expert in a particular system or have, you know, five years of experience in a particular sector, mention that. So quantify your experience as much as you can. And the third one is just really prepare and practice those example stories that I mentioned. Um, You really need to make sure that you have several examples prepared that demonstrate that you have the relevant skills and experience. So so that will be those, you know, have those a few examples prepared using the star format and rehearse those key points. And and tell us again what for the star for the uh, star formula that you were saying, tell us Uh again on your website where we can find that, because I know we've got some people that are definitely going to want to take a look at that and really understand what that's all about and how they can how they can use that to position themselves better. Absolutely. So when you go to my website, which is www.interview-coach.co.uk, 
Um, on the right-hand side, you will see a, a free e-course called How to Win at Job Interviews. Um, when you sign up, you will immediately get first lesson. It's a three-day course, so you will get a lesson a day. And there's a lot of information about STAR and some examples in that e-course. Very good. How to win at job interviews. I love that. All right, Margaret. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate your time and you've added just a ton of value. So thank you so, so much. Thank you so much for having me here, Rachel. It's Absolutely. Been a and make sure you guys check out her website and get that, How to Win at Job Interviews. It's a free uh, course that she's got available to you guys today. So if you've been listening in throughout the whole show, uh, you're going to have access to this. So make sure that you hop in there. And then Margaret also shared um, that she's for the first five people um, who reach out to her. She's going to have a special uh, free consultation for you guys. I think, Margaret, if you're still there, you said it was a 30-minute uh, yeah, just, a, that just right? a free strategy session. So I will find out a bit more about your situation. I'm, I'm happy to give you a couple of tips. And if there's anything I can help you with in the future, then we can discuss that as well. But I'm just happy to talk, find out more, and give you a couple of tips on how to move forward. Perfect. I think that's great. And I, I'm, I'm sure that there's so many people right now that if they just knew what they needed to do, in those interviews, they would have such a higher success rate at getting the job that they want, uh, the position that they're looking for. So I know that you're going to be able to help a lot of people in that area. So thanks again, Margaret, so much. I really appreciate you, you being here today. And I want to let you guys know that next week we've got a really exciting show. Again, we're going to be talking about million-dollar ideas. So have you ever been, you know, going on a walk or maybe you've been in the shower and all of a sudden a great idea pops in your mind and you're thinking, oh man, that is amazing. That's a million dollar idea right there. So the question is, what do you do when those ideas come to your mind? Do you actually take action or do you allow fear and obstacles, self-doubt to hold you back? So we're going to be talking with CEO David Freer next week on the show, and we're going to be talking through how to come up with that million-dollar idea and what to do when that amazing idea does pop into your mind so that you can take action and start creating that higher level of success in your life and in your business that you want to create. So make sure you tune in next week for that. It's going to be absolutely incredible. You do not want to miss this. Uh, David actually started with a, a great idea that came to his mind, started a whole business around it. And um, anyway, you'll hear from him next week, but definitely tune in next week to hear about making uh, those million dollar ideas become a reality for, for you. Then the other thing I wanted to share with you guys is, of course, Margaret has an awesome, awesome free gift for you on her website. I've got one on mine as well. So if you're interested in figuring out how to set some of these goals for your business or for your career and even for your life, I've got a special offer for you. It's called the Ultimate Guide to Goal Setting. And it's actually uh, can be found on my website, connectwithrachel.com forward slash gift. So you can get that for free. It's an audio and a PDF download that's going to help you not only set goals, but achieve them at record speed. I've been using this process for years and it really does help you achieve anything that you want in life. So it'll help you set those goals, but actually achieve them through a step-by-step process. So make sure you hop on there and get that as well. 
Thank you so much for listening in this week. I hope that you enjoyed the show and that you got a ton of value. Remember, you can do anything in this world. You can have, do, be, or contribute anything in life regardless of your circumstances. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy with Infinite Success Radio reminding you to believe in the power of a dream. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. You can hear Infinite Success Radio live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rachel O'Brien Eddy invites you to check out another show next week. Thank you.